Welcome to A New World News with hosts Don Piercy and Rebecca Mahan, where we are breaking through and bringing you new topics every week from around the world. Tune in every Thursday, replenish and refresh. Welcome back to A New World News. We're picking up where we left off last week with the new topics from around the world. Replenish and refresh. Standing up for myself and being responsible, you know, in time that if I need to protect myself, I can, but only use it to protect myself. Don't go looking for fights. Don't start fights. Um, no. Nope. But my parents always told me to always finish it. If someone does start it and attack me, make sure that I finish it. So it was well, so kind of like a yeah. mixed message, you know, instead of don't fight walk away it was like no smash them down <laughs> well self-defense yeah. is something that we need to always have be protecting of ourselves right and it's also protecting of our thoughts and our emotions as well as our physical being and mm. oftentimes we don't do that and when it comes to domestic violence we don't. Right. And so what happens and going back to the affirmations is that we don't end up protecting the emotional and the mental state of us. And this is one of the biggest challenges when it comes to identifying victimization, because if we don't see it on the outside, sometimes we don't believe it exists and it definitely does. And these are scars that last so much longer and mm -hmm. Oftentimes you will hear someone say, I would rather have it on the outside than what I have to deal with on the inside. Right. So when it comes to repetition, as we were saying before, Lucas said, I've had this happen one time too many where I've told myself, I'm going to drop it. I'm going to drop it. I'm going to drop it. And then it's happened. And so oh, I, I was, I was saying to myself, I'm not going to drop it. I'm not going to drop it. And I did. So, <laughs> oftentimes what happens is when we tell ourselves that something is going to happen that, that we're, we're telling ourselves we're going to do something. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Right. And then it happens. It's because our brain, we've told our brain that that's what we want to have happen. And our brain makes it happen. So we want to tell our brain we're beautiful. We're beautiful. I'm worthy. I'm good. And all of the things that really build up our self-esteem and our self-worth so that at some point we take on those characteristics mm -hmm. because our brain has allowed us to build that back up. It's there. Right. And it's they, they say that it takes two or three weeks to make a, a pattern uh, to develop like a habit. It takes yeah. about two weeks. Daily, I think daily repetition too. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So repetition is a key, but let's think about this too, because how someone gets into the cycle of violence is also repetition. Right, mm -hmm. right. So I have, I, I have, ends, it, it can, you know, it's cyclical, right? And so that means repetition. So the thing with domestic violence is this cycle though, gets broader and broader with the types of violence that are involved and become riskier and riskier. So there is so much here that is really interesting, but I do mm -hmm. want to also go back to the things that you're talking about, because something is really 
really important here, and this ties in specifically to domestic violence. Right. Both of these things, both of the topics that are in the news today, and one about your the data breach and specific to finances. And I'll just touch on that briefly before you bring up the news topic. And that is because when you're involved in a domestic violence or domestic abuse situation, mm -hmm. one of the areas that the abuser usually has this connection to is the finances. And so this is a, a very important topic for us to pay attention to right. whether mm -hmm. in this situation or not, because we need to know how to get out of it and how to protect ourselves. Right. Uh, Absolutely. That's a, a really simple thing that I'd like to throw in here, maybe a little raw, but um, I really, I really believe that in a situation where, where it, it's, it's the man being abusive physically to the woman, nine times out of 10, it's because he knows he's bigger. He knows he's stronger. He knows he's got more weight and he's trying to take advantage of it, of the situation. Because if she if she was three times his size and she could pick him up with one hand and throw him across the room, it would not be happening, would it? Well, size doesn't always matter, though. Either, but that's but... a lot of you know the physical overpowering. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I've, you know, I've seen that in so many well, different cases. And and, and, and and one thing is is that I know that a lot of people don't want to hear it, but this is the truth, and I'm going to stick it to you right now. Men are stronger than women. Physiologically, yes. they are made up to be stronger. But we and are yeah. spiritually and mentally yes. stronger, and we yeah. can take more pain. But that doesn't make it okay to be abusive. Exactly. Whatsoever. Right. And I can tell you, I knew in domestic violence situations, domestic abuse situations, that men are also victims. Yes. And the first time that I really saw it myself was as an officer when I arrived at a home on scene and the man was sitting crouched down outside the house in front of the garage. And the basic assumption when everyone arrives on scene is to go where the man is because we're assuming that because the man is stronger and bigger exactly. that, you know, he's the one that is handling or manhandling the whole situation. Right. It's all about power and control. And in this instance, when everything was all said and done and the parties were separated and the investigatory questions began and things started filtering through, not the case. And so there was a lot of eye opening for, for people involved because right. in Surprise. All, yes, in all essence, really there could have been a, when we make assumptions about things, People can get hurt. Officers can get hurt. Those mm -hmm. that are coming to help in a situation that they don't know about, if it's a neighbor or a relative or loved one, if you're making an assumption, you can get hurt. Right, right. Not that you don't want to get involved, but don't make an assumption. Go in with a open mind and listen and watch to what's going on so that you can make the right choice in how you help the situation. Absolutely. You know, you know how they say assumptions are the mother of all screw-ups? Okay, that's a good way to put it. Assumption, it's a mother of all screw-ups. It is. You're, you're taking upon yourself to think something that might not even be there or that might not even have anything to do with anything. Yeah, so. But no, Don, let's talk about this, this financial 
Yeah, the fingerprint. Okay, so this is the new data breach. It's exposed millions of fingerprints and facial recognition records. Um, and, and, and what it's stating, and now this is an article from Forbes that was released August 14th at 4.31 a.m. So it says, it has been coming for some time, but now the major breach of a biometric database has actually been reported. Facial recognition records, fingerprints, log data, and personal information has all been found on a publicly accessible database. The damage is not yet clear, but the report claims that actual fingerprints and facial recognition records for millions of people have been exposed. Now, uh, well, one thing that I, I want to touch on this, too, is that, you know, we have a false sense of security with the internet. We have a false sense of security with data. We think because we put our fingerprint on something that that's our fingerprint. Yes, it's our fingerprint, but now because it's being scanned, it's accessible. Okay, so, and help me out here, Luca, because you know a lot about this, and maybe, Dawn, you do too, but from my law enforcement background, the only place that you're going to get fingerprints from is Department of Justice. That's exactly right. Now, or now from your Apple or smartphone products that is... Yes using your fingerprints from and see, your accessibility of your phone. I didn't want to get else? Oh, I didn't want to I didn't want to get the new iPhone because of the facial recognition because it's going to scan your eyes. And at some yeah. point that 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 is even more personal than having your fingerprints on everything because anybody can dust the fingerprint of anything you touch if they have the right equipment, but no. your eyes no. Check this out. Every part of your body, this is really how amazingly we are made. Mm. Your toe prints, every one of us has a unique set. What? Our lip prints. Butt prints? Did you say butt prints? Lint. Well, lip. But oh, yes, lip you know what? Actually, <laughs> actually but, if you want to go God. there... <laughs> And I'm probably turning red right now, but if you want to go there, really... What a new way to say, kiss my... <laughs> okay? That's too funny. So, in, in every aspect of who we are, all of these prints, if it's a wrist print, if it's a whatever, we're all designed uniquely. It's very mm -hmm. amazing mm -hmm. that that's the case. But my question is... You know, how is it, where is it that these records were kept? So where's this breach coming from? It's not coming from the credit bureau agencies, which was a recent issue. And now they, I think there is action being taken on that. But where is this? And you have to have it to sign them to certain applications. Those applications can be breached. And I think when those applications are breached, that they would have access to our facial recognition as well as our fingerprints because that's how so, our passwords are being stored. That's this terrifying. sounds class action lawsuit to me because here's here's something that's, I mean, think about this. I mean, there, there's a huge potential for some major damage with this. Mm, yes, life-changing. There, there's, there, this is like opening uh, the door. This is opening the door 
to like what Sweden's doing and putting freaking chips in people. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, of course it is. They they pull you over. They pull you over for anything. And yeah, within 15 seconds on their laptop, they know your whole story. They know your whole. This is what it's coming to. They're going to be spying from your TV set if you have the newer versions of the TV sets. They're spying on you from the uh, the new smart meters that they put on the outside of your home for electricity They're, because of the Wi-Fi. Right. They, they can look at what you're doing at will, and they know that the computers are so powerful. They 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 put your name in. They have you in an instant. This is what they want. It's all about global control. It's all about surveillance. And, right. You know, that's like like Rebecca said. You know, coming out of a, a, a you know a, a career in policing, there's probably nobody that knows that better than you do. You know. Right. Well, right. I think really that part of it isn't the biggest concern that we as citizens need to think about because the dark web. If that's where the breach came from or what it's going to be used for is what we need to be thinking of now. Right, okay. right. Okay, so we are being alerted that there's been a breach regarding this. If you are a person that you know you have not only been utilizing biometrics, whether it has been through the use of say one of the smartphones mm -hmm. or if there was something else if i miss i don't know maybe i don't know if it's done through a genealogy site or whatever it is if you have allowed that mm -hmm. and it's not telling us where the source is coming from then you need to think about how you're going to protect yourself at this point from being from damages they could have right so that means like doing the same types of things that you would do in the event that your credit is has been compromised <laughs> but not only that you need to also think about this in terms of if your physical welfare could be compromised so you really need to be making sure that your surroundings is safe and your banking information is safe. Every single thing from identity theft to home protection, every part of you has mm -hmm. to be safe. And this is stuff that we should be doing on an ongoing basis anyway, not just when things happen and now we're fearing the worst because right. living here is not the way to live. No, That's, it's not. What you just said, Rebecca, is the one word that they want to ingrain over. Fear is... You have people in fear, you have control over them. That's exactly what, through the movies, through the media, through the commercials. Thanks for tuning in to New World News. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you liked it, click like, comment, subscribe so you can keep up with all the new topics and be sure to share so other people can enjoy it too. And if you feel fit to buy me a cup of coffee once a month for bringing you these episodes, you can do so at our anchor.fm platform under a new podcast. Tune in next Thursday for a continuation on a new world news and new topics every week. And until next time, oh, and this podcast is available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Libre.media, and many other streaming platforms. See you later.